Aloha, I'm Marcia Sortino. Welcome to Pay Radio, talk radio worth listening to. To all our regular listeners, thank you for coming back. To all our new listeners, congratulations. You just discovered one of the most powerful talk radio shows there is. As we get ready for this class, I suggest you find something to take notes with. Every show is packed with all sorts of inspiring, insightful ideas, ahas, and breakthroughs. While you find some paper and a pen, I wonder, how many people do you know are paid to learn, then paid to teach what they learn? I'll put that another way. I'm both a student and a teacher of Pay Me What I'm Worth. By the time I complete my class as a student, the money I'm paid to teach Pay Me What I'm Worth will cover what I paid Seoul University, and then some. At the end of our class, I'll tell you how to become a paid student and teacher for this life-changing journey. It's time to meet my class. We decided to be collectively known as Team Seekers. I'm delighted to introduce a dozen diverse souls who invite you to take a journey right along with them. Here they are. This is Cindy Ashline from Slingerlands, New York. Thank you for joining us on our radio show. I hope that you will be inspired by what you hear today. Kyle Davis, Lewiston, Maine. This is Doug Doherty. I'm from Sooner Country, Norman, Oklahoma. Howdy, y'all. This is terrific Tanya Heathcote from the beautiful state of Tennessee wishing you better brain health. Hi, Manita Kinlan here wishing you a great day from Wind River, Wyoming. Hey, everybody. Green Mays, and I am from Latrobe, Pennsylvania. This is Shirley May, Cincinnati, Ohio. This is David H. Paul from St. Cloud, Minnesota. Hello, Chris Peters, and I'm from Brandon, Manitoba, Canada. Rick and I live in Hawaii. Aloha. Aloha, this is Cheryl from Hawaii. Hello, everybody. This is Agnes Talley in Fayetteville, North Carolina. We're the home of the dogwood tree with its beautiful white flowers in the spring of the year. And finally, Aloha. Soul here, author of Pay Me What I'm Worth and Marsha's co-pilot on this journey. I hope we've given you enough time to grab a pad of paper and a pen to take notes. Our class starts now. One of the ways I like teaching is to set the stage. And the way I like to set the stage is by hearing a story. Who would like to offer a story and of a moment in time where you got to see something through a fresh set of eyes, something that you may have seen for decades, over and over and over. But because of an infant, because of a drama or a trauma, because of someone's new perspective that has opened up something in you? What did you see with fresh eyes? I have a family in Egypt, so I would go there every summer. One thing I saw through new eyes when I was very young is, growing up I didn't go to Egypt, a little bit of mild poverty in the U.S. People begging for money, people who were having trouble getting food, getting around and I didn't really take it as a problem because most people in the United States, at least where I lived, were doing okay. They had a house, they had some food. Even if they were poor, they still had a TV set and, and a decent living condition. 
going to Egypt, I really saw some very difficult poverty, and it was roughly the, the same conditions, people having trouble getting around, people having trouble with food, people having trouble with transportation, but seeing poverty in Egypt really opened my concept more so than when I looked around in the country. Ah, good example. Very good example. I appreciate that, Kareem. One of the things that you're going to find in our journey together is I'm going to ask you to speculate, extrapolate, guess why I might have asked for that story. Anybody want to guess? Basically because you're looking for that aha moment. Uh Uh-huh. Keep going. Pull that out just a little bit more. Something in your life changes so drastically that you take a look at things from a completely different aspect or different perspective. Exactly. Yep. Marsha? I was going to say the same thing. Ditto. Exactly that. We've got our first ditto. (laughs) In our next 52 weeks, it is my desire that you have so many eye-openers about yourself that it helps you step into a sense of awe with who you are. And the result of that is going to be you becoming naturally, it's a byproduct. You'll become more confident You'll become more magnetic. You'll become more at peace with how things are going in life. And I have this strange assumption that that's a good thing. (laughs) 52 weeks. Right now you're thinking, oh, my God, this is going to take forever. Marsha, would you like to comment on the fact that you're on month five of your journey with Team Clarity? Yes. When I first started this journey, I was really thinking, oh, my gosh, this is going to take forever for me. And I honestly cannot believe that I am in month five already. It's like time has just flown by, really flown by. And when I first started in this class, i got to tell you, I was excited and also nervous. As well, because I was telling myself, oh, my gosh, am I going back to school here? I was never going to go back to school. (laughs) But as the classes progressed, oh, boy, I tell you, the changes that I started feeling and the way the class was conducted where we are really here to be taught the differences, what balance is. I mean, there's so much for us to discover here. I am so excited to continue. And I don't know how else to say it, so, but you're doing a great job of making us think. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, I appreciate that because part of my reasoning for asking you that question to begin with is also based on the notion that I've been running classes like this for close to a decade now. I have witnessed time and time and time again, what I consider to be miracles, absolute miracles. I'm mindful of the fact that I need, more often than not, to slow down. I need, more often than not, to remember to see through your eyes this material for the first time. And so a part of my hope in transparency, I ask each of you to please know that if Marsha or I, if we're just going too fast, tell us to slow down. Okay? Okay. Sounds good. 
I'm also aware there are a handful of people that I know who have chosen to go through this book every year for the past eight years. They're a very unique group of people. And what they're teaching me is every time they go through this book, that proverbial onion, that layer sort of thing, they're getting more and more out of it. And they have told me to share with you all, let go of any notion that there's a right way and a wrong way to do this. Let go of any pressure that you're thinking, oh my God, you know, I didn't do this the right way or I'm missing something or... Marcia, is it fair to say that as you started out our journey together, as you got into some of the first exercises, you were thinking, am I doing this right? Am I doing this right? Am I getting what I need to get? Yes. It's fair to say that I looked at the book and I said, gosh, there's exercises in here. I wonder if I can even do some of these exercises. As a matter of fact, there's one exercise that I'm actually holding off on until I figure out some things about myself. And then I'm going to go back in there and edit that post to put in what's happening with me now. So if there is no right or wrong way, but you will want to do the exercises. That's what's really going to help you to see the difference. And it's going to help you to see where you're at and where you want to go. And therein lies the magic of the online tools. Some teams call it the back office. Some teams call it just the online classroom. You're going to discover that as you post comments out to each other, you're going to see a blossoming and a ripening in everybody as we go through the process. And folks who are now on months 10 and 11, they'll go back and they'll look at they wrote in months 1 and 2 and go, oh, my God, I can't believe I said that. <laughs> so setting the stage... I'm aware that I'm kind of like the, the parent who it's a birthday and I've bought you the most scrumptious, fabulous, fantastic gift. I know you're going to love it. I know you're going to adore it. I can't wait to give it to you. And I've bought the gift six months in advance. <laughs> I have to remember, no plot spoilers. And... I don't know. Marcia, what's your feedback so far on your team? Have I given you too many plot spoilers? Well, you don't give us any answers. You help us to discover those answers by the questions you ask us and the exercises that we do in the book. And that, I think, is where the magic is because when we're able to discover our own answers, we're actually discovering ourselves. And that's key for me, anyways. And along with that, in what you're experiencing in Team Clarity, have I told you too much in advance? No, absolutely not. <laughs> 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 I never know what's going to be next. <laughs> <laughs> that wicked laugh. All right, it's time now to experience some magic. Question. Actually, it's two questions. Marsha, here's what we want to get into. The bulk of our journey together is learning balance between receiving and giving. Marsha, can you guess which question I'm going to ask you to do? Remember that scoring thing we did? Yes. On a scale from 1 to 10, where are we with giving and receiving? Exactly. Let's, let's just start. I want you guys to think about that. On a scale to 1 to 10, 
one being poor and ten being that you love it, it's easy for you. When you think about life overall, how would you rate yourself in the ability to give? For me, Marsha, it depends. I'm usually pretty giving, but if somebody tries to keep taking and taking without any type of reciprocation, then I'm pretty hesitant. I usually say yes when I'm asked to like, give my friend a ride to work or he wants to get groceries or something. Or if my mom calls me up and says, hey, can you go get Cassie and the girls? I, I'm working and they need to go to the food bank. Just small things like that helping my mom out with some money financially. If my roommate was out of grocery money, I'd probably give him 30 or 40 bucks and say, hey, feed yourself. So it's not difficult for me. If the person in question, uh, we have a bad history, then I'm probably going to question whether I'm going to give to them or not. So it's, it's all situational. I'd say a seven or an eight. Seven or eight? Okay. Out of ten, yes. I would definitely write that down for yourself. Some people divide it between maybe their business life and their personal life, and they do a right. scale that way. So you know, if you wanted to take a look and divide it between how you do business or how you feel about the ability to give when it comes to business and the ability to give when it comes to your personal, you can start there if you want. Well, it comes to business with me and Kareem and even you and our whole team here, it, it'd be a 10. I can guarantee you it'd be a 10. Because I know that we're all contributing together and everybody's doing their part and everybody is giving and receiving and everything's reciprocal. So I wouldn't even second guess it unless I didn't have the money to do it or the resources. Well, for me, with the giving, like what Chris was mentioning, it depends on do you have the resources of like time or money. I don't have much money right now to give monetarily, but for giving now, I give a lot to animals right now as far as going and helping at farm animal sanctuaries. I love animals, and my giving is right now comes down to ones that have no voice, more or less the underdogs and that, like the animals. And for the giving and the personal and eight for business, it wouldn't be a 10 probably right now. That's right. They don't have a voice and they don't have as many rights as we do. So there need to be more people who have hearts for animals and help them out. So congratulations. That's incredible. Oh, thank you. Instead of a lot of obnoxious people who say there's so many people suffering in the world and they feel like you, you know, animals aren't important and sometimes. I'm going to tell you what my score was in the very beginning. My original score when I first started in Christina's team, I rated myself as an eight in giving. Overall, I didn't really divide it into personal or business. At that point, I just rated myself as an eight overall. I didn't think I was less than five. Being that my situation was I really could only give up time at that point is, is precious now to me. And so it's that balance that we're looking for here. In the act of giving and receiving, there's a balance. There's a good energy to be in when you're giving as well as getting. I am a little bit hesitant because I've been burnt so many times in helping monetary family members and what I thought might have been friends. I have to research it now and think real hard before I make a decision. Business-wise, I haven't got into that much. I would say maybe eight or nine. Oh, Doug, what are your thoughts? Uh, I'd say probably business six, personal seven, financial eight, and time five.
Perfect. You really divided it up into different areas. Good for you. Um, can you tell us why the differences in that score for each area that you've thought about? Yeah, uh, I guess I'm looking at it as a combination of giving my time in each category and my help in each category. Business, I, I work a lot alone. I'd like to do more helping others, but I'd probably have to pay a six on that. Personal, I do a lot for my family and friends, but not as much for strangers, just because I don't get out and meet a lot of people. Financially, I've always been pretty generous, so that's not a big deal. As long as I, when I have it, I give more. When I don't, I give what I can. And time is just never, I never give enough of my time to anybody else. So I, that's one of the things I've always wanted to work on. This question is on receiving. So when you think about your life overall, how would you rate yourself in the ability to receive? One being poor, ten being great, you love it. When you think about your life overall, what would you rate yourself in your ability to receive? I thought receiving was I should just take as much as I can from people, receive as much as I can. But as I grow, I always make sure that if I'm receiving something that I'm in the position to give back and share. Because I think that that is very important that we have between people, especially friends and your family and we're a family now, like this program, that we all share equally. I'd say my ability to receive is probably a nine, because I, as long as I've got something that I can give back to, and it, may, it doesn't have to be at, at the time that it happens, but I'll always remember, I keep a pretty strong mental note of when people give me things without me asking, and, and I try to make sure that I balance the skills, definitely. And it's all because of you, Marsha. It's all because of you. Oh, it is. You've been the most incredible teacher I could have ever asked for. I've learned so much well, thank from you. Thank you, Chris. Yeah? Thank you. Okay, so I just got a compliment from you. And so let's take a compliment, for instance. Are you able to take a compliment easily? Yes. Or is that something that is easily taken where you say thank you? Or is it difficult because maybe you don't feel that you're worthy of that compliment? Maybe you don't feel that you earned that compliment? Let's take that small example and let's just really think about that. Sometimes when you get taking compliments, it's hard when you don't feel like you're being humble. Have you ever had a, had a compliment from somebody and it's somebody that you really don't trust? How does that make you feel? Can you take that compliment with grace? someone I don't trust that's giving me a compliment, it seems false. Okay. Especially if, like, if I've got a history. Like I said, it's all going to depend on the person. Okay. Agnes, I find that hard to accept. And the reason being, I either don't think they're sincere or I think that they, they may mean it, but I don't feel that. Maybe I don't feel I deserve it. And so I would say maybe two or three. Agnes, your score for that is a two or three. You have a difficult time with receiving then. Yes. Cindy, what about you? Okay. I don't really feel like I've been helped out a lot. I do mostly everything for myself. I don't really feel like I've received really a, a lot of help from people. I have to do a lot of things for myself. And But I would say for receiving, like around what Chris said, he's a nine. So you should also reciprocate too. So I'd be willing to receive something from people and balance it out. Okay. Yeah, this Doug. I would say a six overall on that. Six just overall. Because. 
Okay. Yeah, just because I'm used to doing a lot myself. Don't always willing to listen to others. Okay. When I first started class, and my original score turned out to be a ten. And the reason it turned out to be 10 is because I was in a position where I had to have help. I needed help. I did not have a job when I came to Boston, and thank God that my family was willing to help me. So as I was put in that position, that also is a part of humbling yourself, correct? I had to be able to ask for help. It was a different position for me. I had never been in a position where I didn't have a job in the past, where I could take care of myself in the past, and all of a sudden things changed on me. I really did see the difference with what happened to my life, and even though I got into a program that was going to help me for free, guess what? It felt out of balance. And for years, it was out of balance. That balance. Oh, my God. You were just talking about balance. Soul, you elusive. Oh, Oh my goodness. On our journey of finding new balances between giving and receiving, like with most games, when you – Master level one and you get to level two, is level two easier than than level one? No. The goal with us looking at receiving first for the next six months, we're going to polish our ability to receive. The more we can receive, the more I receive, the more you receive, the more we can give. Yeah? True. Yes. yes, sir. That makes a lot of sense, especially with money. Receive more money, have some more, more money to give. <laughs> Ta-da! <laughs> hey, Sol, we can start now. I'll give you my PayPal address. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, and that works both ways. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting you say that, Kareem. A fairly notable personal development coach has been kind of stalking what I'm doing. And when they learned that I'm starting yet another group and they learned of what the price is that I'm offering to them, they're threatening to take me to court because I'm jeopardizing his course of which he's charging two digits higher than I am. And I said, please do take me to court. I will love all the free exposure. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, there you go. One of the things... Marsha, that I'd like you to share a little bit on is how do you sense your balance has changed between giving and receiving and receiving and giving since we started our journey together? Oh, it has changed dramatically. I understand what balance is. I couldn't believe that I was in this process where I am receiving, and I'm also able to give. And I just could not believe that this was really happening for me. It's not only that. The way I feel, the energy that's coming to me, everything that has been happening in this class has completely changed things for me. And I am understanding what balance is. I couldn't believe that. That was so awesome. So with that thought in mind, our first six months, we're going to focus on receiving. 
to focus on receiving. Has anybody ever cleared out a closet, an attic, a garage, a desk drawer, a junk drawer, and they found out, oh, look at all that space, right? Right. What are you tempted to do when you got more space? Put more junk in. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's like, hey, now I got room for that. Oh, right on. I'm going to get that. Yeah. We got to do some clearing. We got to do some cleaning out. And we're going to begin with very tangible things. If you look at your syllabus, after we get done setting our ground rules, we're going to dive in to the concrete world, our stuff. Once we get done with looking at our stuff, we're going to look at the more nebulous stuff like skills. Marsha, what was one of your ahas from Chapter 2? As I was going through my skills, that I couldn't believe that I really had all the skills that I really had. It really opened up the whole world to me when I, I realized, wow, those skills I hadn't even considered, that they were actually skills. And I couldn't believe that. And I think that many of us here don't realize how many skills we actually have. And how much of a discount sale were you having during the (laughs) pre-Chapter 2 experience? I really looked at that and I said, wow, no one for the past five years I have been so out of balance with the ability to receive because I had been discounting myself for everything. I didn't see some of the skills I had. I did not realize that my experiences had so much worth. I had no idea that they were were something that I should consider in this process, that they amount to my worth. I had no idea. So So you stopped yourself from filling up everybody else's cup and then looking at your own cup and going, wait a minute, where's mine? (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. For five years, that cup was empty. Basically, I was juggling to pay bills every month, whatever I could do. If I had to ask for help with money to get my bills paid, I was juggling it. And it really was out of balance for me. So as we get more in touch with our physical world, our stuff, our material possessions, and we've got some really creative ways to do that. We're going to look at our internal world, our skills world, and then we shift into looking at mentorship, teachers, and the whole concept of mentorship and teaching, and really what's underneath all of that, how much receiving has to happen in order to really be a good student and a good teacher. And then from there, we get into what Marsha's currently in. We're going to climb up our own collective mountaintops, And we're going to take a look at our life. And in Chapter 4, we do what's called a worth timeline. Because up until that point, up until months 1 through 4, I'm really having you look at your trees in your forest. I'm having you look at the grass. I'm having you look at the ants. I'm having you look at the real small stuff. Now I need to help you look at the big stuff. And so in Chapter 4, we do what's called a worth timeline. That's month 5. That's the month that Marsha is currently in. And so far, Marsha, you're still with us. You haven't run screaming into the woods. (laughs) (laughs) I'm still here. (laughs) Yeah, actually, so it's amazing how much I moved. I really, really started moving because of this, this process that I went through. 
don't think I've ever moved as, as quite as elegantly as I did in this past 45 days. That's my secret sauce, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know how it happens. In the 10 years that I've been doing this, I have yet to factor how it happens. It just happens. As we allow this ripening to happen, this blossoming, just allowing it, there's no pushing it. Part of our ground rules that you're going to be seeing here in short order is creating a safe space for us to grow. Part of the magic, the more you use the online tools and you're interacting with each other and you're just allowing these perspectives to happen and you're allowing the ground rules that we're going to talk about in our next week's call, we're really going to get into this whole thing about the difference between being an analyzer and an explorer. Marsha, when you started your journey, were you more of an analyzer or an explorer? Basically, when I started the journey, I already decided that I needed to explore, but I was still a bit of an analyzer, I have to admit. I started analyzing, but I really, really started to enjoy exploring more. That, there's, just, there's just that magic in exploring. I did ask Rick and Cheryl the notion that because I, along with Marsha, Rick and Cheryl, we all have roots on the islands, Pele, if they wanted to share a little Pele story or a Pele blessing or a Pele something, a little Hawaiian something as we conclude, I'm curious, did you guys come up with something or are we into plan B? Well, we came up with a little blessing. I don't know how Hawaiian or Pele it is. Excellent. Before we do, let's do a quick round of questions or comments or takeaways, questions, comments, or takeaways that you have with the person who was just talking, Cheryl. <laughs> I'm looking forward to getting balanced more and actually both of us getting balanced more and going from there. It's going to be great. I can tell that everybody's going to work well together and enjoy growing together. It'll be good. Um, surely. Yes. Yes, I agree with what she said, that we do need to get our receiving and our giving balanced. I'm not too far off, though, on mine. My grandmother always told me, says, in order to receive, you must give. So I believe in that. If you just do receiving and you don't give, you don't get anything back. <laughs> That's the way I look at it. Rich? I'd like to touch on the process that I've been going through for the last two weeks now. When you start talking to Soul and Marsha and things like this, Things happen to you. Now, I'm not trying to be funny or anything like that, but these people are very powerful individuals. Okay? And I have been going through a lot in the last two weeks, clearing and cleansing and getting ready for this class. And I suggest that this is the most important thing that a person would do in, all, in their whole life. And uh, this class, our lives depend on this class and... I'm very thankful to have been invited into this class and for Soul and Marsha for all the work that they've been doing. Thank you. Wow. If we were back on Zoom, you'd see my face all wrinkled up at the big smile. Mahalo nui <laughs> Mine too. <laughs> Manita. Yes. I'm just excited to be here and to get all this started. What's your takeaway so far today? 
been to begin with, before I even started the class, from reading the material that was given to me, I've been excited to get this started and to achieve the goals that I have set for myself. And I know that by taking this class is going to help me reach those goals, and I'm 100% sure of it because I have faith that this was put in my path for a reason. And I'm just thankful to be here and thankful that I have the opportunity to experience this with everybody that's here and with you and Marsha. I really look up to Marsha a lot. I've come to know her her very well, as well as you can over a telephone and, and through Skype. And I really admire her drive and her determination and her motivation. And I just hope to at least be half as good as she is within the next year and then develop from there on. Arsha, she's setting a tall order for us. I know, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, if we do the work, then you will feel the shift. But it's up to you to do the work that is provided in the book, be on the classes with us, on the calls, share, reply to each other. It's up to us as a team to shine. And we can do that, definitely. Kareem. I'm really excited to do this because for what it's worth and for what's available on the internet, it really doesn't help that most mentor programs don't really teach a balance between giving and receiving. There's a lot that want to either just give, 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 or receive, receive, receive. And I really want to be part of a program that shows you a balance so you can show people you work with, customer-wise, a balance and your interpersonal relationships. Because there's nothing worse than having an imbalance and then causing other people around you to have an imbalance. Yeah, it ripples. Good point. Very good point. What we're going to be doing together individually and collectively is going to be rippling out to everybody we know. This is why I do the blog talk radio shows. I guarantee you there will be people that will say to you, what are you doing? You're changing. What we do will ripple out. And when people ask you, my God, what are, Manita, what are you doing? Wow, you're different. What's going on? Manita can just smile and go, oh, go just listen to my radio show. (laughs) I know that this is going to work because this is unlike anything I've ever experienced with just the way that you are and how respectful you are and how open you are. There's no dictatorship here. It doesn't feel like there's any pressure on me to be something other than Chris. So I just want to grow and get better and, uh, and help other people grow and get better. So... I thank you very much for doing this. Again, mahalo to Eloa. Mr. Doug. Well, I guess I can say as an old dog trying to learn a few new tricks. <laughs> old. Give me a break. <laughs> I think Agnes will have something to say about that in just a couple okay. of minutes, but I digress. Sorry, Doug. Okay, as an older dog trying to learn new tricks. <laughs> One of the things that I've been figuring out is the struggles that I've had throughout my life at all, most of it comes back to the base cause being something in me, not things around me. So trying to learn 
how to make changes for the better in me is what's going to make the changes in my life. So that said, that I can't say I've ever really been ter- terribly introspective. So having a team of people to share and work through that, opening up things about myself that I may not know is, I mean, I can't even put a value on that. Uh, obviously, I don't know where it's going to be weeks or months from now. I'm excited and very, I won't say hopeful, but I'm very confident that there's going to be major changes come about throughout this program. And I'm looking forward to sharing it with all of you. So thank you for inviting me in. My pleasure. One of the things that I continually find great joy, a blessing in, rarely does a call, a conference call go by where people who have never met each other before, they don't even know each other's name, but someone will make an observation. What I mean by observation is, Marsha, have you ever, in your Team Clarity journey so far, Marsha, have you ever experienced someone go, well, Marsha, here's what the problem is with you. Here's what you need to do. Blah, 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 blah. Have you ever experienced that, Marsha? No way. There is no judgment in here. Go through this process and try not to be too hard on yourself. I really opened up to the idea of exploring myself. And when I did that, it was like the judge, the critic, all those little inner voices started to leave. And I said, no more inner voices talking to me. Let me be the explorer about myself. Because I realize that the divine does not make anything bad. I just have to discover all that. So should anyone ever start going into that judge and jury mode with anybody while I'm on the line, I can guarantee you I will ask you to redirect the mirror. Meaning if I catch anybody saying, you know, if I catch Cindy saying to Agnes, Agnes, here's what you need to be doing, da-da-da-da-da, and then Carl starts jumping in, well, yeah, yeah, Agnes, this is what you need to be doing. I'll go, tweet, break. (laughs) Carl, Cindy, go to your own corners. Agnes, take a breath. (laughs) There's a lot of programs out there where I've experienced personally that, boy, when somebody starts shredding somebody else, it's, it's a free-for-all. And I find very little use in that. So I want to thank you for being with us. What are your comments, your thoughts, your takeaways? We'll jump to Agnes. I'm the oldest dog, I guess, and it's going to take me a little longer to catch on, but I am optimistic about it. But I do have anxiety problem I'm working with, and I'm hoping that after I have this procedure, I'll be better equipped to uh, participate in the calls. All right, and in the meantime, what we can do is, folks, just so you know, we're going to be trying some different ways to communicate with each other, and we're going to work with Agnes to, to test drive something that's a little unique. Sound like okay, a, that's Sound like a, a game plan? Yes, that's fine. All right, fair enough. And finally, Cindy, thank you for being patient. As we conclude our takeaways, what are your thoughts about what you're hearing and experiencing tonight? Okay, I'm, I'm hoping I, I want to grow as a person and change my life. I took this course because I'm seeking a balance as well through all aspects of my life. I want to grow as a person, and uh, my life journey is supposed to go. I want to become more successful and financially secure. 
learn more about myself and how to reach my goals. Definitely, I'm not happy where my life is now. I just don't want to stay here. I need to help in moving forward and really being able to have a better life. And, you know, that's what I want to. really anxious to learn more about myself and how I can grow as a person. My thoughts about this class today is that I am here for all of you. So if you have any questions, please ask. You can come to me, but as we go through this process, I believe you will notice that you're going to start blossoming. You're going to start being able to do things and, and really think the process. But I'm going to tell you, don't think, start feeling, because that's where I am now. I'm feeling this change, and that is my hope for all of you, that as you do the work, you start feeling the difference. Yum. Okay. While Cheryl and Rick offer us a little bit of a, a closing thought, I will leave you with a bow of gratitude for all your hard work that you're doing. And so with that, I will turn that over to Rick and Cheryl. We wanted to give a blessing as we finish up this today. May this group be blessed upon its journey with its knowledge that they are seeking, the growth that they wish to attain, and the ability to reach the goals they have set forth before them. And may their hearts be filled with aloha, enabling their souls to soar. We hope everybody has enjoyed everything, and we hope everybody is ready to grow. Thank you very much, everyone, and aloha. Aloha, and thank you, Rick. Thanks, everybody. See you later. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Saul. Aloha. Time to close this class. What did you get out of this show? We truly want to know. Simply post in the comment box at the bottom of this page. I'll be sure to share your comments with all Team Seekers. After hearing so many people experience so many ahas, I wonder, are you ready to take this class yourself? We start new classes each time we have 12 or more people ready to go. You're listening to Marcia Sortino, Team Seekers, Team Captain. Get in touch to learn how to become one of Pay Me What I'm Worth's paid instructors today. And remember, before you go, Think about who else would enjoy our classes. Post this show on your social networking sites to help more people enjoy some weekly wit and wisdom. Aloha. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, only by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.